I'll need to change tack though because we need to get to our first guest of the day and we're going to talk all things ODI World Cup. So the Aussies are hanging tough in India, the state of play, one win, two losses, an uphill climb still to get out of the group. The fight continues against Pakistan tonight in Bengaluru and the former captain, Aussie captain Tim Payne is with us from down in Hobart. G'day Tim, really appreciate you taking some time mate. Good morning, mate. No worries at all. So if we take a glass half full look at that win against Sri Lanka last time out, the guys, well, they found a way to win when things weren't going smoothly. They conceded another century opening stand. They were three for 81 in the chase, but this time they were just able to dig themselves out of it. So what can come from a win like that, do you think? Yeah, I think there's actually quite a few positives in the end. And you touched on probably the one negative was the start with the ball. But I think straight after that partnership, we played really well. Um, I think the positives out of our bowling stuff, Adam Zampa, um, obviously back in the wickets, um, and we spoke on air here this morning about he's he's a real competitive, combative player in a in his own way. He's always right in the contest, and his his body language and he's sort of looking and staring at at batters for me had been missing. I thought last game once he started to take wickets, you saw a bit of the old Zamps again, um, and he's a huge key for us. To, so to have him back bowling well, he's is really important. Uh, Paddy Cummins, the captain, I thought had a terrific game, um, probably outside of that first partnership when we got uh, that that initial breakthrough. I thought he was then really good tactically and obviously with the ball he was back to near his best. And I think Glenn Maxwell is the other one who probably isn't getting enough credit at the moment for the role he's playing as that second spinner. So mm. um, they were all huge ticks um, in terms of our batting as well. You'd, you'd probably like to chase it more comprehensively, but... If you look at the positive side of that, what we got is Glenn Maxwell got some time in the middle. Marcus Stoinis got to finish in innings. Uh, Marnus got a bit more time. The only worrying sign at the moment is probably the form of Steve Smith, but we know you know how good he is, and we expect he'll turn it around pretty quickly. So that's glass half full, and I, I tend to be with you. The glass half empty approach is Sri Lanka still haven't won a game. Afghanistan and the Netherlands have done us a favour, and we're scratching around. Yeah, we are a little bit, but you want to be playing your your best cricket back end of this tournament there's no doubt about that and it's a big tournament and and we've had a few games probably go our way in the last few nights with Pakistan losing to India uh, we now beat Pakistan we go level with them and you're sitting probably fourth or fifth on the table so you're right in it um, at the halfway point where you, where you want to be and then if you look forward the next few nights you've got England versus South Africa who are both ahead of us so one of them's going to lose you've got India versus New Zealand Hopefully, I mean, the ideal thing there is New Zealand keep winning. But if not, then there's there's more teams that are back sort of around us on the table and um, some real World Cup shaping games coming up, if you like, in the last few uh, next few nights. It sounds ludicrous to ask and to ponder, but we hear it from time to time. I mean, and you've lived it. Is there such a thing as trying too hard to dig yourself out of a, a, a rut, if I can call it that? Yeah, I think there is. I mean, it's probably not a, it's it's not, maybe not a physical thing. I think it's more a mental thing. Like, I think you can use so much energy in the build-up to games in big tournaments and big test matches that, that you can just be a little bit tired. And physically, you might feel fantastic, but and you don't really know it until the game is done. Um, so I think that's certainly been a, a bit of an issue, and, and it's only compounded by the fact that you're in India, you're away from home, it's hot. I mean, it's been extremely hot, some of the games we've played in as well. So that, that often, again, you don't feel it at the time, but it takes an effect on you on the next game. So a place like India, it's really important to be able to switch off, which is near on impossible when it's a World Cup in a, in a cricket-loving country like that. That's the first thing. And then to rest yeah. up and physically and give yourself time to recover your need more time than you probably think when you're in India because of the heat and the humidity uh, and when you're not playing 
as well as you would like, you're probably tending to overtrain a little bit as well. So, look, we're lucky we've got some guys in that team who are really experienced. They've won World Cups before um, and they know what they're doing. So hopefully those guys are calming the rest of the group. And as I said, some some games have gone our way in the last few nights. And if we can have a good win tonight and then a couple of other results go away, we're right back in it um, at the halfway mark. Just on this need to switch off in a cricketing cauldron that is India, what did you turn to, Tim? Like, I often laugh at Mana springs over half a cafe when he goes overseas and players do yeah. various things. What did you turn to? Oh, I just like being around people, to be honest. So we, we're lucky at that level. You get team rooms and there's always table tennis or eight ball or cards. And, you know, you have a, a, a big staff um, arm to your Australian travelling touring party these days so there's always lots of different people you can get around and have a coffee with but I, I just tried to save energy I, and I wasn't a massive one for needing to get away from the game I loved the game I, I loved watching it I loved reading about it um, you probably just switch off more from the stuff that involves yourself but certainly I, I like to keep an eye on games or teams that we we're coming up against but but other guys yeah it's golf or it's you know it's going out with your wife and kids it's having a meal somewhere else it's going to the gym or going for a run but everyone's slightly different some people like to switch off completely other people like to completely immerse themselves in it mm. it's just knowing knowing yourself and knowing your teammates and um and sticking to that formula that, that's worked for you in the past so with pakistan tim there's a few names that just leap off the page uh, with the bat it's obvious at the top of the order rizwan and azam hold the keys to so much for pakistan got to get one or both of them out cheaply don't we yeah, absolutely. I think, and the good thing about uh, Azam, I think his record against left arm quicks is is probably it's his worst um, stats against the bowl. So Mitchell Stark obviously is a really key match up to him because if you can't get him out early, you're in a world of trouble. Uh, they got Imam and Huck who open the batting left hander who likes to get after it a bit and and has played well against Australia in the past. And then you touched on. Uh, Rizwan, the wicketkeeper. So him and, and Baba, you really don't want batting together. They bat really well together. They they complement each other really well. They run hard between the wickets, which isn't always a trait of uh, Pakistan teams. But, uh, yeah, those two are the, are the real key because if you get into their middle order, whilst their middle order is, is, you'd probably say they're really inconsistent. They're super dangerous. They've got some really good ball strikers. So we want to get them in as early as we possibly can and make them have to try and think their way through 20 or 30 overs rather than just getting to come out and belt it in the last 10. Obviously, um, Babar and, and Rizwan hold the key to that. And then I think when we bat, um, the Pakistan attack is is really, really good one. They've got three world-class world class quicks. They've got a good leg spinner. Uh, they've got some off-spin from a, an all-rounder, Iftika Ahmed, I think his name is, and a left-arm orthodox as well. So in terms of balance, they have got everything to throw at you, and they're two quicks up front. Uh, Shaheen Afridi and Harris Rauf are as good as there are probably with Boomer at the moment going mm. around the world. So they're, they're a challenging team. They're a talented team. Um, they're unpredictable, but they're extremely dangerous. Going to be a big game, Tim. Can't wait for it. Really appreciate you taking some time out of your day after breakfast duties down there to take us through it, mate. All, all the best. I'm sure you'll be watching. No problems, mate. Anytime.